0: You know, you think you can trust something, and then it goes and stabs you in the back. You put your faith into it. Time, love, money, the works. But does it care? No. No, it goes and it fucks you over, like everything else in this world. See, I was having this issue. I put my faith, love, and time into it. I did what I could, gave effort. And all I got in return was a big, fat load of nothing. My slice of bread came out of that toaster looking as white as it did when I put it in, similar to a suburban mom lathered in sunscreen. I've had this toaster for years. Years! It's been behind me this whole time, you know? I've had perfectly toasted bread forever. But now, I'm getting a quick lunch, and it decides that it's gonna stop working. What the hell? Anyway, that was the only trouble for the morning. I had paperwork, but that's more of a bore than a problem. Honey stayed by me the whole time, helping with the wording, because that's one part I have never been good at. The toaster issue didn't hinder too much. I could go without my quick lunch, I just wouldn't eat till dinner. It was more important that I got to leave at 2.30. It was already 2.13, so I didn't have enough time to whip anything else up. Feeling if I was late to the bar, Hot Guy, who I didn't really remember the name of, not for lack of trying, wouldn't wait around. So, uh, hi. I'm Noah, and I'm currently wishing the deity of toasters would stop being such a fuck-up. Come on, why aren't you working? I gave you the technical tap, you bastard. Can't we just go out for lunch or something? What? Of course not, I gotta leave at half past two. Wait, what? What for? Meeting with that guy I saw at the crime scene at a bar. That does not sound safe, Noah. It's perfectly safe. What's he gonna do, shank me in the middle of a crowd of people? Maybe. Doubt it. Look, he said he had info, so I'm going to go talk to him and get it.
1: Maybe he doesn't have the info. Maybe he's just trying to trick you. Besides, we're meeting with Irene later, and I'm not sure what time that'll be, so can we just... Look,
0: I'd rather meet the stranger than Irene, if I'm completely honest.
1: Ow! Stop being an asshole. Jesus Christ, I thought... God, I'm not sure what I thought... Did you suddenly turn into a Christian or something? Because... No, no, no. Don't you dare. Don't you dare put that on me right now. This is what I said about your girlfriend. Irene. Her name is Irene. She isn't just my girlfriend. She's a person. And this isn't just about her or your comment. This is... It, this is about you. How is this about me? How isn't it? You always want to be the center of attention. Now you have it, Noah. You didn't... You didn't want to work on this from the beginning. I get that. You have your whole lone wolf deal going on. Okay, great. I don't give a shit about that. But now you're in this for the long haul and it isn't about you, okay? It isn't just you. It's me. It's Irene. It's Ellis and Gerald. And Hell, maybe it's even that stranger you're planning to go meet. But it isn't just you. It's it's a team, Noah. You have to work with us here. Please, can you just do that, please? I don't want to fight with you over stuff. I just I want you to discuss things with me first. I want to know what's going on, when it's going on, and I want to say whether or not it's a good idea. You can't- you can't be doing all this alone. You're not a god anymore. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have gone that far. I don't- I don't know what
0: you're- No. No. You're- You're right. Shit. Look, I'm just not used to this, okay? I'm not used to the whole running stuff by you thing. So you're going to, like, like do it? I'll try. I'll try. We'll see what happens, alright? Can't promise anything. Now, I have an appointment to go to. Okay, okay. Stop making that face. I got it. What do you think, then?
1: Oh, I- Well, yeah, I I have thoughts on the subject, you know, this-
0: this subject. Okay. And those are? You weren't planning for me to agree. I really wasn't planning for you to agree. That's really
1: useful. Thank you. Well, I kind of spoke all my thoughts on it already.
0: That it's dumb? Exactly. And you have nothing else besides that? Not... not really,
1: no. I mean, you're a grown person, of course. Physically, at least. Yeah, anyway, you can do what you like. I'm not your mom. Sure fooled me. Hey, I'm trying to finish my statement here. What I'm trying to say is you can do what you want. Just tell me so I'm not, like, totally surprised when you do it. It's a
0: trust thing. Okay... Got it. Should we practice trust falls next? Should I tell you a deep, dark secret? We should organize a slumber party, or... I get it, I get it. Go to your appointment thing. Will do. I'll come home before a curfew, and I won't drink too much. Remember to use protection! Don't lose your head, Mom. Of course I will. Make sure you're back later to meet Irene. Wouldn't miss it for the world. Just shoot me a text or something. Look, I have to go get shanked, though, so bye. Bye,
1: see you later. Don't die in all of that.
0: As much as I hated to admit it, Sonny was right. I wasn't the best at teamwork. It wasn't that I was averse to it. It was more that I knew I was bad at it. Talking to people really isn't my thing. It's amazing that I'm one of the only people on good terms with multiple groups in this city. But the reason I didn't work with people was that I was just really fucking awful at it. Even back in the day, I wasn't good at it. I mean, that's probably where my issues stemmed from. Gods, we're not good with people, but we're especially not good with each other. We each have our area of authority, you know? We tend to think we know best, which I do, most of the time. Anyway, we got into a few fights here and there, especially the Elders, which, uh, they're the first gods, I'm included in that. Usually, gods are created when things become relevant, like media, or mail, or travel, stuff like that. No one's sure how they're made, but they just sort of appear. Unlike that hot mess of a birth, we elders were just kinda there from the beginning. We knew what we were and what we could do. That's it, though. Still haven't figured out exactly what we're here for. But back to the point. We didn't get along. There was me, Naomi, Osana, Callie, Zoe, and Nix. We clashed in different ways. While Naomi worked with the daytime and the planets, Nyx worked with the night and time. Callie was chaos, Zoe was order. Osena had no major conflicts other than her twin, and I, well, I wasn't liked in that group. My official title was the God of Life and Souls or some shit, I think. I didn't have anyone opposite of me, like Naomi did. Osina and I were the only two without counters. Which was alright by me, I didn't need some god of death prancing around and ruining everything. But just because I didn't have someone to mess with my work specifically, didn't mean there wasn't tension. Particularly, Naomi didn't like me. I have no idea what the fuck I did, but she was out to get me from the beginning. And since she had kinda forced herself into a head position of power, I learned to mostly work on my own. And here I am today. Guess it didn't work out for any of us in the end. The purpose of this whole story is that I'm shit with people. I created the people, but that doesn't mean I know stuff about them. I'm better with cats, or dogs, or when drunk. Sonny was the first person I had actually worked with in a while, and I had completely fucked that over from the beginning. I was actually lucky he hadn't tossed me to the side after that, but I'd never admit it out loud. He didn't need to know that. Thinking about it in depth probably wasn't the best when walking down Main Street, as I almost hit into five people head on. I should probably actually think about what I was gonna do when I saw Hot Guy at the bar, but it hadn't crossed my mind till I actually reached the door. At that point, it wasn't really worth it, you know? I really should have thought it over. At least I got there at three o'clock. Alright, let's see. No, no, no. Where the fuck is he? Ah, there. Finally. Hey, hope I'm not too late, and holy shit, that's a knife. Fuck, Sonny was right. Did you think I wouldn't notice? Considering that I don't know what the hell you're talking about? Who knows? You move the goddamn knife. Not closer.
2: Start talking.
0: I am talking!
2: Don't play dumb. What did my brother send you to do? Keep tabs on me? Well, you can tell him that he can mind his own damn business. I have no idea who your brother is. He's... he's... what? You have to know who he is. You work for him.
0: I work for a glorified nanny service.
2: (laughs) A good description of it. Can you move the knife now? I have enough anxiety as it is. Whether you know him as my brother or not, you're still here because of him. What does Ellis want? Wait, shit.
0: Ellis is your brother?
2: Younger. Younger brother. Answer the question.
0: You guys don't even look similar. He's a ginger. You have black hair. I mean, I can see maybe the
2: eyes... I will press this knife further into your stomach if you don't start- Okay. Okay, look. I'll make you a deal. I'm listening.
0: Great. Awesome. I'll tell you what Ellis sent me here for, and I'll give you my soul if you agree to help me on this case.
2: Fair? Really? Yeah. 100% serious. And you're willing to shake on it? Once you shake on it, I can see your soul, you know. And I can take it whenever I like. Of course I know that. Just making sure. Let's shake. It's a deal. What
0: the hell? Newsflash, asshole! I haven't had a soul this entire goddamn time! See, here's the thing about demons. Especially Crossroads. They're smart. They look for loopholes. They analyze the situation. They try to find the most profitable outcome. Unfortunately, they have some downsides. Unlike me, they can't see a soul before they make a deal for it. This, of course, means that he had no fucking clue I just cheated him out of everything. I don't have a soul, and Ellis didn't send me for shit. I didn't have to give him anything. He, however, was now kind of bound to my service, and considering how influential demons could be, it was gonna be useful. I mean, he was also still hot, so... uh, That may have been the other reason I really wanted him to help me. Sue me, I have a thing for hot guys.
2: Told you I'd give you my soul. You don't have one? Yep. Alright, what are you?
0: Hey, I didn't promise that. And to get the other part of our deal out of the way, Ellis didn't send me. He doesn't even know I'm here.
2: You tricked me. You tricked me? Oh, that's... that's something for sure. Man, doll, I thought you were just gonna be another pathetic lackey. This isn't unwelcome, though. I must be off my game. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, uh... No, no need to say anything. Don't worry. Oh, that was great. Suppose it's time for some reintroductions. A deal's a deal, as I always say. Okay, no need for that. I kinda know who you are. Cyril Haverford, head of the Smith Street Devils. What?
0: What the actual fuck?! Okay, so first, I'm making a deal with a hot demon dude then suddenly I'm making a deal with an esteemed crime lord and getting out of it with all of my limbs intact. Look, I used to be a god, but I sure as hell am not one now. Which means this guy could probably tear me limb from limb, string my corpse up somewhere, and use my skull as a new, shitty wine glass. I mean, he's still hot, but I wasn't exactly aiming to be working with a gang leader. The Smith Street Devils, at first, probably sounds like a sort of baseball team gone wrong. But they've actually been a constant problem. A fucking thorn that won't go away. Usually, when humans are found intermingling with the supernatural, it's their fault. It's dangerous, even I'm saying that. And it's run by a smoking demon. Who is Ellis's older brother? Who I just made a deal with. Is it bad I'm actually trying to convince myself this is a not-good thing? Fuck!
3: You're a
2: crime lord. Guilty as charged. That's... Wonderful. Awesome. Damn. Sunny is going to murder me. Shame. I was going to enjoy working with you.
0: Uh, yeah. Back to the point. You run a gang. Fuck. The, the purple-haired girl.
2: She works for you, yeah? Hmm? Nina? Of course she does. She's my right hand and also a roommate. I'm involved with gangs now. I'm in a life of crime.
0: This is how it all ends. <laughs> Very dramatic, aren't you? Well, I just got a knife pointed at me by a literal crime lord.
2: A crime lord who thinks you're cute. Don't fuck it up, doll. Let me wrap my head around it, alright? I'm not rushing you. Really? You're not rushing me? Because it feels like you're fucking rushing me. Well, maybe only a little. Yep. Okay. Well, go on.
0: Explain. You sure, Sweet Cheeks? Clear this up before I die, please. I don't have forever, and my sanity is declining at a
2: rapid rate. (laughs) Alright, alright. What do you want to know first? Uh, The whole gang thing. What's
0: up with that? Why is it called the Smith Street Devils? It sounds like a baseball team. And what did you make it for? And why did you have a deal with
2: Olivia? What happened with that? Why were you there Slow down, I'm only one guy. Okay, let's go through one by one. What's up is that I use it to feed. You know how it is. Unfortunately, I do. Mm Mm-hmm. Next, yes, I like baseball. And I found it funny to listen in on conversations about us because it sounds as if we're a team. Mature. I like to think so. After that- Well, I already answered what i do it for. I made a deal with Wells because she begged me, getting down on her knees and everything. It was very interesting. She promised me her soul in exchange for... Well, I forgot. But it was a good deal. I couldn't cash in, obviously, since she died. Rude, right? Anyway, I was there because she was dead and Nina killed her murderer, and I wanted to be sure no one suspicious stopped by. That's it? That's it. So you had nothing to do with her original murder? I don't murder people, Doll. It isn't my style. Unless they're messing with one of my investments, I'm hands off. I may be sleazy, but I'm not a downright killer. (laughs) No matter what Ellis may lead you to believe. He doesn't actually talk about you. At all. Really? Well, that figures. Sounds like him, exactly. You two really don't get along. Sibling rivalry. What can I say? Intense hatred comes after a few hundred years. I can relate. So, you've obviously been around a while. Huh? I'm trying to pinpoint what you are. From your comment, obviously you're old. You're not a demon, I would know that, so that knocks that off the table. You're not an angel, because angels, quite frankly, are dicks. You're most likely not a reaper, and due to the fact that you're putting your hand behind your neck to try to subtly hide something- I'm not- I would have to guess you're a god. Was I that obvious? Mmm, no. Educated guess. Just don't go spreading it around, alright? I'll make a deal with you for my silence. Okay, no, not that desperate. Oh, I'm a little hurt. You don't trust me? Considering who you are? No, not really. Ouch, doll. Well, I should be going. I have information to get you, don't I? See you soon. Hey, you don't get to kiss my cheek because we made a deal, alright?
0: And... he's already gone. Fuck. A few things happened in a short amount of time. The first was that instead of just kissing my cheek for shits and giggles, Cyril had actually slipped his address and phone number into my coat pocket. Which was really actually kinda cool. But like a lot of other things, he didn't need to know that. But at least I now had his contact information. I got his number. I'd say it was going pretty well. Then I got a call from Sonny, I'd been expecting that honestly, but the topic I expected was one where I was told that I should get my ass back to the office to meet Irene, instead I was greeted with murder. Great, right? I love picking up the phone to be told someone just died. It was luckily nearby, so walking wasn't too bad. It was also lucky that I hadn't had any drinks when with Cyril. It probably would have ended badly one way or another. I got there in one piece though, so that was something to be thankful for. The address given to me by Sonny took me to one of those old one-stop carpenter stores. You know, the ones with the faded signs and animal-like mascots usually painted in the primary colors. Faded yellow walls, flat roof, overall really fucking bland. You could see wood boards The dad would probably get a deck-building boner over through the window. There was also, like, a lot of blood. That was a bit further back, though. I was about to enter the store, casually, like I was usually able to. I was stopped. You know something's bad when you're stopped by the fucking police in this place. It took Sonny and a badly made cover story to help me out of that mess. No offense? Really? It was
1: the first thing I thought of, okay?
0: My real name in it. And it's a pun.
1: Well, he bought it, didn't he? Him being dumb
0: shouldn't justify this. I can't believe you're this offended over a stupid name. I expected more from you. That's the problem.
1: Sorry to disappoint. So, how'd it go?
0: How did what go?
1: It's the some meeting with the guy, the one you just went to. Oh.
0: Well, he's a crime lord. He's a what? Okay, calm down there. It isn't as if he actually got around to stabbing me. He was going to stab you- Noah, what the fuck? It was a switchblade. And hey, I stopped him, alright? But yeah, dude runs the Smith Street Devils. I made a deal with him, so he's gonna help us out got his number, too. What did you give to him? Why did you- What What did he make a deal with you? What? Nothing. Now isn't the time to be hiding things, Noah. I meant it literally. Don't get your panties in a twist. I didn't give him anything, and I'm not giving him anything, alright? We made a deal for my soul. You don't have one of those. Yeah. That's the point, dipshit. So you tricked him? You tricked a gang leader. Does, th- does that seem smart? To be fair, I didn't know he was a gang leader, and he was probably going to stab me if I didn't do anything. Did I mention I got his number? You're not seriously still set on flirting with him? I'm completely serious and set on flirting with him. <sighs> You're gonna get yourself killed. Hopefully sooner rather than later. We, uh, we really need you to get to do a therapist or something. Wouldn't help. Now, let's get over there and do our jobs. We can talk about the fact that I'm trying to fuck a crime lord later.
1: Or not. We could just not. I'd I'd like that better.
0: You brought it up. Thought you might want updates or something.
1: Mm Hmm, no thanks. I think I'll skip. Keep your sex life to yourself. Just don't get
0: killed. Thanks. I'll try. So, what happened? Oh, God. Just just so much! Specify a little, Sonny. I'm not a psychic.
1: I was getting there! Anyway, I sort of started after you left. You know Kevin from the social
0: media section? Not sure why we even have that area, but yeah, I vaguely know him. Good! Cool! He came up to me and he was like, yo, someone just
1: called something in, which was super weird because who calls in something to the social media department? Like, I didn't even know they had a phone extension. Why do they even have a phone extension? Why did they... Back on topic. Anyway, I was I was really confused, but apparently someone dropped a tip and told him to go to tell me specifically, which is kind of...
0: Wait, you know. wait. They said to tell you? Weird, right?
1: Specifically told Kevin to go tell me. It was a tip about a murder happening soon, and Ellis went batshit. Told me not to go anywhere near the location, because yeah, why would they specify me? He was basically hounding me from that point on.
0: Okay, and how does this relate?
1: I'm getting there. Jeez, you've been on this earth for how long? You think you'd have some patience?
0: Just get on with it.
1: Moving along a little while later, I got a call. Actually, you got a call. To your office phone, but I picked it up, though.
0: Why the hell did you pick up my phone? It could have been something personal. Was it something personal?
1: No, no, no. It was was this guy. uh, Hal Riggs, I think. He pronounced it like Hal from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Who names their child that? Honestly.
4: Oh. Shit.
0: When Hal called in, it was usually never a good thing. If it was anything good, or just to check in, he'd call my cell, which I had a habit of forgetting at my apartment, and that'd be that. When he needed to get in touch with me right away, he called the office. Bad timing since I wasn't there. I've known Riggs for about... uh, 23 years now, and he's one of the only hunters I can stand. The rest are dipshits, obviously, because they're the ones that decided to basically slowly murder me just for shits and giggles. And I'm not the only one they affect, either. All the gods are dying, they run around killing random supernaturals, and it's bullshit. Riggs, however, was actually a decent human being and only took care of the cases that dealt with things that actually harmed people. I attribute it to his upbringing, considering that both his mother and I were there to make sure he wasn't an asshole. Not that I was his father or anything, no way. That would be like uh, having a kid with my sister, and uh, that's sort of disgusting. Uh, I was more of an uncle. After his dad ditched, Osana, his mom, Callie's twin, the goddess of love, whatever title you want to pick, was having some trouble, and somehow decided I was the best choice to help her out. No clue how she reached that conclusion, but she persuaded me to come and help her raise a fucking child with her. He was a great kid, so that kind of helped. Weird cowboy phase aside, he was the only sort of normal thing in my life for a while. I mean before he picked up a gun and learned how to shoot. Then he went from normal to kind of badass. He still lives with Osena, makes sure she's alright, and he checks in with me every day. As I said, a good kid. But he shouldn't be checking in this early on, so it had to be something bad. Oh, so you do know him. That's good. He's my nephew, Sonny. Of course I know him. Oh, that's why he called you Uncle. Yeah, thought that'd be obvious. What did he say? Is he alright? Is Osina okay? I'm explaining. Jeez. He's fine, or so is whoever that is. Osanna, goddess of love.
1: Not surprised. Back to the point he actually caught up about this murder. So the tip was totally right, and we're kind of cautious
0: about it. I'll explain what happened when you see the body, though. Great, thanks. Super excited for that fun time. So, who else is here? Irene came over with
1: me, and Brian is also around. Brian? That
0: Brian? Yeah? Oh, fuck. I've only really heard of him, but I hate him. I hate everything about him. He's literally the shittiest person ever. I know what he does. Do I have to interact with him? I've avoided that so far. Well, he got here before everyone else, so he seemed
1: to think that just gave him permission to... Just hang around. Dick. Trust me, I know. Well, we're here.
0: There we were, for sure. The place was a wreck. Shelves knocked over, items scattered everywhere, and even the ceiling tiles broken. There was also a body, but that was pretty obvious since there had been a murder. If there wasn't a body, there wasn't a reason for me to be there. The people there were almost all unusual. There was a singular police officer, who I didn't give a shit about, studying the scene even though he wouldn't find anything that'd make sense to him. Nearby was Brian Howes. This pasty, buff guy who was almost 100% more brawn than brain, and yet still somehow managed to keep his job and think that he was good at it. He was a fucking prick. The gossip that I listened in on about him was both entertaining and worrying. Then there was the girl that I could only assume was Irene. She was a psychic, for sure, and had this long, curly, pastel purple hair. I wasn't sure what the rage was with purple as a hair color, but it seemed to be a fad or whatever the fuck, because two people I'd seen in the last two days had purple hair, even if it was different shades. That's one purple-haired person a day. I'm sure there was some sort of statistic to be found there. But I wasn't here to talk about purple hair. I mean, I'd rather talk about that than a murder, because now I was legitimately curious about how many people in the city had decided to dye their hair that color. But I had work to do. Unfortunately. Anyway, as soon as she noticed us, she ditched the body and began walking over. And, from the look on Sunny's face, I already knew I was doomed to at least a solid hour of him fawning over her. Irene, I'm guessing?
3: <laughs> what gave it away?
0: Your boyfriend. He'd be an awful secret agent, just saying. Hey! I'd be the greatest secret agent!
1: You'd be the worst, cause you're already known by a gang. Low blow.
0: Not false, but still a low blow.
3: You must be Noah.
0: Unfortunately. Fuck, this isn't a business meeting. You don't have to have a firm handshake.
3: I find that a good handshake can make or break the first interactions.
0: Life isn't a constant job interview. You can relax. Anyway, yeah! Noah, Irene,
1: Irene, the God of Life. X. You say that, but then you get offended when we say that. I, jeez, I don't, mm. anyway, we should be discussing the body and the scene in general. From what I've seen, this guy was, this guy was like stashed up in the ceiling and fell through, right? Mm-hmm. Great, well, not great, great, but he, I mean, he's dead, but great isn't we know what's going on, not that we really do, it's all sort of up in the air at the moment, but I think you know what I mean. Maybe. I'm not actually sure about that, but here's- All right, uh, we get it. Just checking! Don't be Debbie Downer, Noah. Back to the point, which, by the way, you have no right to judge considering you get off track a lot. What we know is that he's dead, with claw marks all over him, and he was stashed in the ceiling. He had a shotgun, and-
2: And you don't need to worry about it. My case now, Davies, so take a hike. You could stay, though, Mary Bell. Having a hot piece of ass around here? I won't complain. Oh. Hey. You the coffee boy? Never seen you around. Go head down to Polkadot, alright? Grab me a dark coffee with- Oh, shut up! What
0: the fuck?! That was about the point that I punched Brian Howes, a man that I barely knew, directly in the face. And oh boy was it satisfying. It was as if a chorus of choir boys had broken out into song while world peace was obtained and all the sick and injury were made healthy. It was how I imagined Derek Jeter or whoever the fuck felt when he hit a home run, only I'm not sure if that happened and I wasn't hitting a ball. No, I was hitting something that had no balls and even less of a spine. It was exhilarating. So obviously I did it again, and again, and most people would think, Hey, isn't the god of life supposed to be a caring being, but I counter that with the fact that I am now the ex-god of life and I can do whatever the fuck I want, which, right now, was decking Brian Howes multiple times. I'm not exactly a violent guy, but he had stepped a little over his limits, and I was having one of those days. Of course, it went downhill when he started fighting back, but I'd like to focus on the points where I was the one winning, you know? those were some really great points. I'd probably be throwing up guts and blood later, but at least I got some punches in. Needless to say, I was dragged out, and that was the end of my time at the crime scene. Sonny and Irene followed, thankfully, and it would have been awkward if they hadn't. Apparently, Sonny had used the time that I had given him to quickly fresh the body and had found a slip of paper. Whoever said punching an asshole couldn't be useful.
3: That went well. Hey,
0: as you said, first impressions and all that shit. I find a firm punch to the face can make or break them. You have just just a little bit of blood there. Thanks for gesturing to my whole face. I noticed. Okay, so you got something? Thankfully. Otherwise your distraction would have been for nothing. It wasn't a distraction.
1: We'll talk about that later.
3: For now, let's see what you've got.
1: Sure
0: thing, babe. Let me get it out. You already put it in your bag? What was the point of that? Safety. What if I had lost it? But you had time to put it in, without anyone noticing. After looking over a body. Uh, yeah. Why? Oh, you know, just the fact that. Later,
3: Noah. You two can squabble about whatever your problem happens to be later.
0: I have many problems. It would take up his entire lifetime to explain them.
3: Okay, well, maybe just a few problems then. Better. Really? Though, we should see what it is. Please?
1: Yep, I just I have it right here.
3: Thank you. Now, let's see what we can figure out from this.
1: Maybe it'll have a name or something. Maybe a reason why the guy was there. Oh, 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 oh.
0: maybe a note from the killer. End this. Or- please, read the damn note.
3: Well, first of all, it isn't a note.
0: Elaboration is key. What is it, then?
3: Patience is key as well. Now, as I was saying, this isn't a note. It's a phone number. Honey, do you mind lending me your phone for a moment? I want to check something, and I left mine at the office.
1: I gotcha. No worries. Though, you should make it a habit to take yours with you. It's really useful.
3: I will. (laughs) Don't worry. Now, let's see. As I expected. Not that I'm surprised.
0: The fuck are you talking about?
3: Take a look for yourself.
1: Why do things get more complicated with everything we find?
0: I was pretty sure that by the end of whatever the fuck this train ride was, both me and Sonny would have corkboards with red string up in our offices. Somehow, something always seemed to connect back to us. Maybe that's a little dramatic considering this was our second day together, but it was getting fucking annoying. Let's recap. First day, I get called to Ellis's office, and I get paired with Sunshine. We head down to the crime scene, I meet Purple Hair and Cyril, and I have an encounter with Callie. Through all that, we get the vaguest something's happening statement ever. Then we meet up with Ellis again, and we agree to keep working the case, this time with Irene. Day two, I go to a bar with a crime lord without knowing said crime lord is… yeah. I make him a deal, he turns out to be Purple Hair's boss, and now he's helping me. Then Sonny gets a call specifically catered to us, and it's about a murder. Then my nephew calls me about it. And finally, well here's the kicker, the dead guy had Ellis' phone number. I also punched a jackass in the face, that's an important note to make. Anyway, point was, the guy was probably a hunter, we don't really like hunters. So, him having Ellis's cell number? A little weird. So, obviously, I had a few choice things I wanted
3: to say. The hell is this?! You could be more delicate.
1: He's never delicate with anything. Ever.
3: That's a little harsh, darling.
4: I... Don't know? What is it? Well, it's... It's a paper! Okay. That's really great, Noah, but I need to- Sorry, Mr.
1: Farrell, but we do need to talk to you about this. It's from the crime scene.
4: I'm listening.
3: It's a slip of paper, sir. Found in the pocket of a victim. It has your phone number on it. In your handwriting. Uh,
1: Yeah! Wait, this will make it easier. Uh... Do you know this guy?
0: He... he was the victim? No, we're just showing you his dead body for fun. I'm giggling. Can you tell? Yeah, mm not the time. You say that as if there's going to be a time you want me to say things like that. I feel restricted and lied to. Noah, this is serious! Deadly serious. I'd like to bring the incident with no offense, to the court's attention- Noah, not the time. Again! Of course it isn't. Mortals, so stingy. Look, it's just another dead body, so what?
4: You cried over an Animal Planet documentary two weeks ago. I care more about bees than I do you people. I guess it makes it a bit
0: better that you don't deny it. Look, the bees are dying at an alarming rate, and it's all your fault. What'd they ever do to you, huh? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Actually, I made them to help you people. And what do you do? What happens to them? That's right, they- All right.
3: Let's stay on topic, boys. This is important. Ellis, we need to know. Do you know this man?
4: Uh... Yeah, yeah, I did.
3: And who was he?
4: Just some random hunter he said he knew something about this new group something named iris i think he was gonna call me once he knew more
3: and i'm assuming he never got the chance to
4: i I gave it to him yesterday morning i haven't heard from him since he's really dead would you believe me if i said it's just ketchup noah no let him joke he does it when he's confused over something
0: Thanks for the psych evaluation.
4: Can we not do that right now, if that's alright by everyone here? You forget how long I've known you for. I'm trying to defend you. Stop being so... you. Me? Yeah. You.
0: Stop that. You want me to stop being me?
4: Whenever possible, yes. I thought you were just defending me! What the fuck happened?! I'm kind of 50-50 on that. I'll defend your right to humor, sure, but when it comes to all of you, I'm not so keen. Anyway, this might be important. He's dead, and it's been a little more than a day since I talked to him. How would that be a coincidence?
3: It could be a coincidence, Ellis. It is unlikely, but there's still the possibility. Don't get too hung up on it yet.
0: Too late. Did you know he diverts the conversation to other
4: topics when he's nervous? What did I say about being you? Come on guys, on topic! Yes, right. Anyway, I want you all carrying weapons from now on. Guns. What? What?! Oh, hell no! You're obviously involved now, considering that phone call. You need to carry weapons. Look, I already have guns on me. You may wear that aviator jacket all the time, Noah, but you and I both know your guns are barely there. It's for safety. What if something happens? I don't do weapons! Or
1: fighting. That's not my thing. Not that I'm, like, disagreeing, but I think
0: Brian would think otherwise. Brian is a special case. No one likes him. Anyway, no, I'm not carrying a weapon.
3: Nor am I, though I have my abilities handy.
0: I'm gonna
1: say no as well, probably. I'm just not comfortable with it.
3: Well, I'd be more
4: comfortable if you did. It's not happening, Ellis. We'll be fine. (sighs) Fine. Okay. No weapons. But if you die- You can spit on my grave and say I told you so. Don't worry. I would be more worried over the funeral bills. Oh, you do care. That's so sweet.
3: We'll be fine, Ellis. We'll be fine. And we'll figure out what's going on.
0: We're good like that. We're like the Chi Dream Team. I wouldn't say that. More like Nightmare Team. Please stop being so negative. I'm trying to keep us lighthearted. Oh, you're allowed to do that, but I'm not allowed to joke about the dead body? Typical.
4: Just... Get out of my office, all of you. You got it, boss.
0: Thanks for the chat. Enjoy the rest of your day.
3: Have a nice day, sir. Bye, Alice.
4: are going to be the death of me.
0: Ellis had a point. Multiple points, actually. And some of them were even right, which was even worse. His first point that was right? Yeah, I probably needed to stop being me. Sometimes I could get a little out of hand. A little, mind you. When I'm thinking stuff over, when I don't understand something, I tend to joke about it, to divert attention, I guess? And to some people, that didn't lighten the mood. It might take the mind off a bad situation, but maybe not in a good way. So yeah, being me was probably a bad option. It was too bad I was too shitty of a person to change that. The next point that he was maybe probably right was that we were involved now. Someone had made that call. Someone knew about the murder that was going to happen. Then my nephew was involved, which shouldn't happen. He shouldn't be involved with stuff like this. The point was, this was fucking weird. I had a feeling that it somehow connected to the first case, but I just couldn't pinpoint how. It was just a gut feeling, and when you're working a job, You can't just go off gut feeling alone. It was annoying, though, having that. Something about that hunter, about Iris, was off-putting. I wasn't sure I wanted to know why. Unlike other people, I think some mysteries, they're better left unsolved. The last point that was fair was that we should be carrying weapons. Maybe not Irene, from what I heard about her abilities, but Sonny and I had nothing, we were fishing a barrel. I couldn't bring myself to carry a gun though, because here's the thing about me, I can't kill things. That probably sounds weird, right? Coming from a guy that has had sacrifices done in his name and stuff like that, from a guy who's around dead bodies all the time? That was different though. I wasn't the one killing them, they were already dead. I wouldn't be able to stop those sacrifices and I couldn't raise the dead, well not like this at least. I think it's because I get attached, I don't know, but whenever I'm faced with the possibility of killing something, I gag a little, something about it just hurts, so no, I couldn't bring myself to carry around a gun, I was a fucking wimp. So I headed home. I drank something, I passed out. That's how the rest of my day went, as well as my night. I didn't have the energy to do anything else, and even things I liked doing seemed boring in a way. So yeah, it wasn't horribly exciting. Was anyone, really? I doubt people have exciting routines outside work. I've said it before, I'll say it again, life isn't a TV show. I can't be expected to be amazing every second of the day. No one can. Well, you can try, but you're not likely to succeed. So I try. I'm not about to. And that was the end of day two. A bottle of beer and passing out on the couch. I wasn't getting anything done that night, and mentally, I was preparing myself for tomorrow. Who knew it was going to happen? All I knew, it wouldn't be good, and somehow, Iris would be involved. Whatever that was. All I could do was wait.
3: Thank you for listening to the second episode of Iris. A lot of work went into this to make this possible, and all those involved are listed below. Also, we are supported by many wonderful people on Patreon. This includes Spiral Opal, Lenny Williams, Hannah Mills, Kimberly Ploff, Caroline, and Accidental Logic. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you have any questions or comments, feel free to post them or send them to our Tumblr. Thank you, and have a great day.